With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. It's time for Standing on My Soapbox, the daily rant and radio show. We talk about all of the good, bad, and the ugly of current events. Join your host, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. You, our listeners, are invited to call in and stand on our soapbox with us. Call 347-989-0126 between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. That's 347-989-0126. Now, here are your host and creator, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. Well, welcome, everyone. Happy Monday. It is Monday, August 19th, 2019. Welcome to Standing on My Soapbox. We're sorry we had to take a week off last week. We were both under the weather. Craig and I were not doing well at all. Um, I'm kind of back to normal. We'll check in on Craig here in just a couple seconds. Both have You guys had a great week last weekend, a nice weekend over the weekend. It was a little warm and humid here, but otherwise pretty good in Northeast Ohio. So we're looking forward to being back and talking about all the news that's out there. We hope you'll give us a call, 347-989-0126. That's 347-989-0126. Let us know what's on your mind. Let's go ahead and uh, jump up onto the stop soapbox and start talking. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Maybe it's time to let the old ways die. Maybe it's time to let the old ways die. Takes a lot to change your mind. Hell, it takes a lot to try. Maybe it's time to let the old ways die. What's going on, dude? That sounds like a country song. I don't know that. It is a country song. Well, it's actually a country rock song, and Bradley Cooper did it in A Star is Born. Okay. All right. I should have known that then. But I did yeah. not know who that was. It's more of a country rock. Gotcha. How you feeling, buddy? Um, uh, feeling all right. Uh, been, been, been a lot of news, dude. A lot of things happening in the past week. Yeah, we take the week off, we and talked, the news doesn't seem to stop and take the week off with us. It's so sad. Last time, last time we talked, Jeffrey Epstein was still alive. I believe so. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, a lot uh, of stuff has gone down. Been uh, a, a whirlwind full of stuff, and especially here in Northeast Ohio, which I'll get to in a little bit. But yeah, it's been busy yep. news week here. That's for darn sure. Where are we finding you at lots this fine summer notes. day? As we wind uh, down the last couple weeks of summer. A hundred. 105 degrees again today here in lovely Las Vegas. Uh, it's going to it's going to be really hot again this week uh, all over the United States for that matter. Uh, we're getting another another high pressure system that doesn't want to leave, so it's just sitting. Um, the other one's causing a bunch of trouble right now too, and with all these little tiny low pressure systems all over the United States. 
So it, it's uh, it, it, it's been an interesting week, dude, as far as flooding is concerned. Dude, all over the place. Even you guys got hit, right? Didn't you just get hit? Yeah, yesterday? we had uh, we had a couple of little freak storms come through and a little bit of flooding here. And we're at 90 degrees in humidity today and yesterday. So it's been a little warm. Definitely Dude, they got 28 inches, 28 inches of rain in just above the Tampa area of Florida, 28 plus inches, because over the next couple of days, they're still going to continue to get storms. There's all these little, I talked about this for freaking months, man, um, uh, that, you know, there's all these little storms coming out of the Gulf because that's the only place where there's a bunch of moisture and a bunch of heat. Otherwise, it's dry heat coming out of the Atlantic. That's why they're, they, all the weather forecasters are like, yeah, it's been slow but it's going to ramp up but it's been a bunch of sand coming out of the atlantic from the sahara so you you don't normally have any any systems in the atlantic at that time and and that's been the case this year um but everything's popping up from the gulf you know we've we've dumped enough plastic and enough oil and enough garbage into the gulf of mexico to kill it so um, we've done a really good job on that, and uh, it seems to be a specialty of humans uh, being able to kill things um, and, uh, and kill entire, <laughs> entire uh, civilizations of animals and entire species. Just, just, just you know, no problem with that. Um, we seem to be experts at that. And uh, that's the area where it's nice and warm because we've added all these plastics and and uh, it's nice. The water's nice and warm, and so it's the uh, storms are collecting that humidity and that heat, and just and that moisture, and just dragging it up. And 28 inches of rain, in just north of Tampa in Florida. 28, wow. 28 inches <laughs> in three days, and they're going to get more. They're going to get more coming up. You're, you're going to get a, easily another five to eight uh, in the next couple of days. Yeah, there's not even full. The hurricanes that dropped that much water at one time. That's pretty wild. No. no, it's just one little tropical system after another that keep popping up out of the Gulf. And it's it's all being like there's this massive low pressure system that is currently in Canada that is drawing off of the high pressure system that's been causing all the problems in the United States over the past week the heat and the, the storms. Uh, so, and it's drawing off of that. And the high pressure system that's in the United States is drawing off of the Gulf of Mexico. So it's got in Canada, it's got all of this air, this warm, humid air that's just being dumped up there. And there's, I don't know what's going on up there. I haven't, I haven't really checked. I just know there's a massive low pressure system, but as far as weather events, I'm sure they're going to get hit with some rain, tornadoes, stuff like that. I got a couple of good friends up in Canada, and they said it's been pretty. It was a beautiful day in Montreal this weekend. They had Montreal Pride this weekend. And it was very sunny right. out there, but Toronto and um, how'd that go? Uh, went really good, from what I hear. Um, one of my friends was grand marshal yeah. there, and so it went really well. I thought you were going to go. Nice. To Montreal? No, not to Montreal. I wish that's the one place in Canada I've not been that I really want to go: Montreal and Vancouver. I've been to Toronto quite a bit. You've been never to... been to Vancouver, dude? Oh, no. Vancouver's so cool. Oh, my God. Vancouver is just, it's so wonderful. That place is so wonderful. I, I've been there a couple of times, and I filmed there when I did uh, 21 Jump Street. And I, dude, love, love, love Vancouver. Got together with Glenn Fry when I was filming 21 Jump Street because he was up there filming Wise Guy. 
So, uh, you know, it's you're bringing back some memories for me, dude. And you've oh, never been all my superheroes. It's, it's a beautiful town, dude. Yeah, all my superhero TV shows film in Vancouver, so I really want to get up there. I just haven't made yeah. it in all the years they've been making them. But CW does all of their uh, DC um, Arrowverse shows film up in Vancouver. So you have um, Green Arrow, and you have uh, Supergirl, and you have The Flash. Now they've added Batwoman on this year, and they've added uh, and Riverdale's up there, of course, and so many so many great things from CW are up there now. It's a big we were just town. talking about we were just talking about Luke Perry and and what they're going to do with Riverdale um, because uh, 90210 and 90210 aired and we since we've been on the air um, so and I'm I'm actually really 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 proud of of the entire cast um, they because they were talking about it before uh, they were talking about a, a you know doing a uh, some type of reboot on 90210. Uh, Gabrielle was talking about that years ago. And when Katie was down in Miami um, working with Telemundo and NBC and the Screen Actors Guild to get the first contract ever for Latin American television that's filmed in the United States. So, um, uh, you know, we, we got the opportunity to talk about sh- stuff. Well, I almost swore. I almost swore, dude. I'm still trying not to swear, um, even though I've been up for a week, so I'm a little rusty on that. You caught yourself uh, well there. But right the I did. I did. Good job. Uh, but we were talking about all of that, and uh, I actually got the opportunity via Gabrielle Carteris to uh, kind of reunite with um, Luke, with Luke Perry, and over text messaging. And so it was, you know, they were, they were talking about doing that then. And um, it's, well, they did do it then I'm a couple years really, ago. They, they had a no. They did a, the they did a college thing that the that the original cast wasn't involved in. They right, did this, exactly. This the original cast was like nine oh two one oh reboot. Though. Yeah, which was a complete failure, an absolute complete failure, um, because they it's not it wasn't it needed to be the original cast. We needed to see those people and where they're at and you know where their characters are at and we needed to see. Uh, probably their children, so or even their grandkids, depending on you know where we're at with with who got married when. You know it would be that simple. So um, because everybody in that cast is now you know 55 years old, everybody <laughs> we're we're all in our 50s. So um, you know it's possible that we do have grandkids uh, and grandkids that are that are growing up. Uh, you know that are that are older that are in their 20s. It is possible. So um, it's it's it, to me I'm I'm just I'm really really proud of uh, especially Tori. Uh, Tori Spelling has kind of been she's had a rough go at this. Her, you know, you, you're born and they even make fun of her on 90210 about being born into every luxury you know that a, that a human being can can have. And yet you're still trying to figure out how to pay for your kids. And, right. and where there were some, there was some things that went down when Aaron spelling her dad and I, I, dude, I, I have nothing but great respect for him. Um, I have, uh, you know, everything from auditioning 
to 90, uh, from 90210 and then doing the show and, and the experiences of the rap party. And I, I had nothing but, I mean, he was, he was absolutely generous to me and a really, really cool guy. Um, uh, but uh, this something happened between Tori and her mom when Aaron died. And right. those monies were not given to Tori. So, uh, and there's a lot of money. And so she had to create these things uh, like the reality shows that she's been doing. And yes, she's getting paid a decent amount for that. You know, she's not, she's not poor because of that, but it's still a struggle because the bills are the bills. And especially when you're trying to live that type of lifestyle, you know, you're, you're looking at 10, 15 G's a month, easy, just on mortgage and car, you know, not even food and, and all the rest of the stuff. So you're, you're, you are looking at a certain amount of money that you have to spend all the time in order to maintain that stardom and, and maintain in that arena that she lives in, that she was born into. So um, well, she I'm went really outside of it. She of moved to the Valley. She didn't stay in the Beverly Hills or Hollywood Hills. She moved to the Valley. It, she, so she, she did move to a cheaper area, but it's still not – dude, the houses in the Valley are still a million dollars. You're not, you know, you're not fooling anybody. I mean they're still, they're still very expensive, and especially the area where she lives. They're, they're very expensive. So you're looking at two, three million dollars for the house that she lives in. So you know, those bills are expensive and, and in order just to maintain. And she, um, she in, within the, the dynamic of the show, she is showing how she actually got this greenlit, how she actually got this project um, herself and with Jenny Garth's help as well, um, uh, getting, it, getting the project developed and greenlit. And I think it's really, really cool of her because she's like, uh, you know, just taking her, her, her DNA as a, as a factor, uh, you know, Aaron Spelling, uh, possibly the best showrunner, executive producer in the history of television, created all of these things. Charlie's Angels created all of these shows that we all, you know, for years and years and years and years loved and, and adored and created all of these, it gave all these actors uh, a platform to become stars. You know, the majority of the people that are, are on the current 90210, these are stars and it's, and it's people that he found and for her to emulate him. And that's exactly what she's doing in this uh, is emulating Aaron Spelling, her father. Uh, I, I just think is brilliant. And I and I'm very proud of her. And then I'm very proud of the rest of the cast um, all signing on. And I know that I had my own problems with Shannon Doherty. I wrote about that in 27 and all washed up. Um, and they currently had, you know, some problems and they talk about it. They even talk about it in the show that, you know, she seems to be a problem. But she even turned and was like, I, yeah, after Luke died, after Luke Perry died, um, she was like, yes, I'll, I'll definitely do the show now. So, you know, it's like it's it, it's really cool. And I'm really proud of all of them for I don't know if you've seen it, Scott, um, but they are doing they're they're being themselves, but it's a heightened version of themselves. Right. Yeah. I haven't and seen it yet. I they're not they're not being their yeah, they're not being their characters, but their characters are are falling in into play. 
and they are talking about or trying to get an actual 90210 reboot um, done. That's what the show is about. That's what this 90210, this version of it, is about, and and how they go about doing that. And all of their characters are, like I said, heightened versions of themselves. And it's it's really cool to watch because they are playing reality within fiction. So it's it's really interesting to see because there's this whole plot and there's this whole storyline and then there's these other subplots and there's a stalker and, you know, there's all these things that you that wouldn't necessarily be a part of 90210 but because they did it this way it's a mockumentary uh that because they did it this way uh they it's it's really cool because it tells a lot of like inside stuff on the entertainment business and it shows a lot like fans don't recognize jenny garth and and stuff like that so you know it's it's really interesting um to see it see them do it and i'm really proud of them I'm really proud of them. At first, I was like, uh, you know, I, I wasn't too sure where they where they were going to go with it, and if they could actually produce it right. Because if it's produced like a reality show, then it's going to be garbage. And you know, uh, how did they do it? And then they pulled the money together, and all of them collectively actually pulled the money together. They are all executive producers on this show. And I think the entire cast. Um, so I, well, that's I where they're hoping for their really money because cool. they're not paying themselves anything. Well, no, really. that's, that's where so you, they're really yeah, hoping no, they're for the back end that it gets picked up. Oh, no, that's, so what, that's what they're about. hoping for. Yeah. As, right. as a producer, any any deals that you're doing, you know, and, you know, don't don't tell anybody that I'm negotiating with. But, you know, you got to be willing to give up certain things in order to make things in order to have them sign, you know, and in order to make sure that they give you the monies that you need in order to produce whatever it is you you need to produce. So you have to give up certain things. And a lot of that is, uh, I know uh, certain producers that will give up everything on the front end, including not getting paid to be the executive producer, not being paid to get to be the creator. Um, not uh, being paid to, uh, to for anything for for any of the field producing that they're doing or the writing producing that they're doing while they're filming and while they're in pre and post production, they're willing right. to just wait to the very back end and then and that's how they get things greenlit because they're willing to wait all the way to the to, till it sells. You know, I mean, until it till it is actually completed. And then seeing what it sells, um, what's his face? The producer um, uh, for Get Out, uh, he did that movie for five million dollars, and yeah, the way Peel. he did it is exactly the way that I'm that I'm saying right now. Is he said I don't want paid at the beginning? I'll take everything back end. Back end, he made a hundred and sixty million dollars box office. Right, the dude got more than paid. You know, he didn't need the couple hundred thousand or the million dollars that they were offering him to to complete that, and and so you know, 160 million on, in box office. Wow, so made a lot of money on the back end of that. And, right, it's a gamble. Really I mean, obviously, really it's a gamble. You don't know if it's going to get picked up. You don't know how long it's going to run, right. but it's worth the risk for right. a lot of actors anymore, especially with so many yep. television shows and streaming and sources and so much. People out there right now, um, you have a good chance of it uh, of it running somewhere. So, yeah, 
I just this weekend while I was sick this past week, I kind of caught up on some of my uh, Netflix thing that I haven't seen forever. And so I got to see like Lucifer was one of my favorite Fox shows that got canceled, but Netflix right, picked it right. up. Dude, did so you I get did you get Hulu yet? Did you get Hulu yet and see and watch I do have Hulu. Handmaid's Tale? Well, I told you I'm not going to watch Handmaid's that Tale? show. I'm oh. not going to watch that. Right? Dude, you have, have no to watch the show. Especially with all the I'll things that are happening episode. now. I mean, I'll watch 45 one had episode, what, 15, 15 Nuremberg rallies? 45 had like 15 Nuremberg rallies over the past week and a half that we haven't been on the air. So, yeah. you know, and dude, you got to watch this stuff because it's actually, you know, kind of happening. So, like I said, I can see the reality. I don't need to see the fictionalized version of it. I have no desire to see the fictionalized version of real life. No, yeah, no, I said that a while ago about uh, George Orwell's 1984 that everybody should be reading it. He wrote it in in 1946 or 1948 about now, and it didn't happen in 1984, but it did happen now. It is happening now, and a a whole bunch of my friends when I was posted because I posted the actual book. Um, and, and a whole bunch of my friends were, why do I have to read it when I can sit here and actually watch it? <laughs> and exactly. I'm just like, oh, that's great. Exactly. When I can that's where it. I'm at. <laughs> that's where I'm at. I don't even, I have no desire to watch it. I, I'm living it right now. So, but yeah. Well, um, but um, you do have to get, you do have to get HBO as well, dude. You missed out on all of Game of Thrones and, and you're missing out on Bill Maher. You're missing, although he is pushing really nope. far left. Um, he's still. Well, Bill Maher uh, can get on YouTube. Bill Maher shows up on YouTube the next day, so I can watch Bill Maher. He's on YouTube the next day, so I watch him there. Yeah. So I do true. watch Bill Maher. I'm trying to think. No, but, but there's uh, other shows on HBO that that you're missing out right. on. Not just that. So. Yeah, my television game has just gone down recently. I just don't watch that much TV you, you at all. You have a show. You have a couple of shows about pop culture, man. You you need to have all of. Those I know. I read about it, but I don't even, have to, even I, like some. It's easier for me to read than to take the like time Cox. to watch them. Even a small one read, like uh, Cox, Cox, and it's a streaming service. And uh, dude, even a small one like that has stuff on it. So you know that we all need to be. No, it's not that to. I can't have, get access. It's that I just don't have the time. Um, it's too much. Too much. I could read about an entire episode in a five-minute read, then spend an hour right. on the television watching it. So I just don't have the time anymore. Yeah, that's true. But um, yeah. But I do, I do miss a lot of it. But it's just I just haven't had time to catch up. My DVR right now is at fifty-eight percent. So I just have, I don't have time to watch anything anymore. Yeah, you. If if you've got a whole bunch of recordings that you haven't watched. Yeah, and I hold I a terabyte it. of information on my DVR. Got a terabyte. And I, I'm tend 50, <laughs> I tend I to binge. Eight percent. I tend to. I tend to just binge. I, sick. I binged my. Uh, like I said, I binged Lucifer. I binged Lucifer. Um, what else did I see? Um, I still haven't got to my. Uh, um, what's the Kiefer Sutherland one that went to Netflix from? ABC, uh, NBC, de- um, uh, designated survivor. Uh, designated survivor. survivor. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't got to catch up on that one yet. But I did catch up on like two or three series I binged while I was sick. But I just haven't watched TV in a long time, so it's kind of nice. Kind of nice. Uh, since we're on pop culture, uh, yeah, I'll stick to it a little bit. Um, uh, uh, let's see. Um, uh, uh, Adith 
Gonzalez, my um, uh, Katie's um, um, uh, friend in Mexico City, uh, I- iconic um, uh, telenovela star. Uh, she died in in June, uh, in on June thirteenth, and her daughter uh, um, Constanza is. And I've I've had dinner and lunch with. Constanza as well, um, and Adit. Um, uh, you know, I, we've hung out a number of times. Um, a really good friend of Katie's. Um, all the novellas that they've done together. And, uh, but um, uh, her uh, quinceañera was on August 18th, and so she just celebrated her 15th birthday. And it was, it was from what I understand, it was really like. Uh, bittersweet, you know, celebration. So, um, sure. because her mom just, just passed. Uh, so, um, right. yeah, but they still, you know, had a celebration for her. So I, I just want to, that's one thing, um, thrown out there, pop culture, uh, 103 year old skydiver broke the, broke the, broke the record. This 103 year old lady. I don't have her name. Uh, broke the, uh, broke the skydiving record for oldest, Skydiver. She's 103. Nice. She jumped out of a plane like over the weekend. <laughs> when you said she broke something, she I was alive. worried for a second, but a record is good. A record is good. No, That's she broke good. a record. She didn't break her hip. She didn't break okay. her hip. She didn't break her yeah. arm. She didn't break her shoulders. She didn't break anything. She broke a record. Nice. 103 years old for being the oldest skydiver, and, and I don't have her name. I wish I had her name. Um, but there's some cool pop culture right there. Old people jumping Very out of planes. Cool. I like it. I like it actually. I wish more of them would do that. <laughs> well, also in pop culture, we were talking our, our last day on. I think Friday, the Friday, last Friday we were here, um, we had talked about stuff going on with Matthew Medine and the W and the the and Screen Actors Guild. Yeah, dude. yeah. He's he made some misogynistic comment. Yeah, at a meeting uh, between the other candidates and himself, um, uh, he made a some comment about why he's running, and he said because I'm the only man running, or something like that. I, I don't even I don't even see it, but a whole bunch of people are. I, I think he's so dumb in the first place. I'm just never. I'm, uh, I just never liked him, but whatever. Um, my own, you know, personal opinions don't really mean anything. Uh, but he he supposedly made some misogynistic comment, and he's got like you know more than half of the Screen Actors Guild saying you know you you don't need to bother um, being up there and and uh, being a candidate because we don't want you. So um, it's you know, and the whole Me Too movement is just going off on him. Like when you know what's next? Are you going to start making racist? jokes so aren't people going to well it's interesting though i mean that there's there's both sides of it though because that's not the only side of it it was um it was and we talked about this the other day that he had some heavy hitters behind him um and some other controversies that they're going on yeah but they were all told to cease and desist their behavior right but uh but this comment was made as a joke at at this i guess it was a candidates forum and he made right. it made it as a joke, and I guess they 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 show the recording of it, and it was recorded live, and everybody in the in the theater was laughing. It was obviously meant to be a right. joke, and uh, it was it, it was just kind of. Um, it, but he has heavy hitters back him again. The people said, 
Um, why are people trying to make this an issue when it was obviously a joke? You could be by Ellen Barkin, Rosanna Arquette, Allison Janney, right. Diane Ladd. Yep. I mean, this guy has heavy, heavy hitters behind him yep. the whole time. So um, I don't think it's going to be as big a deal as people are trying to make it. I think it could backfire. We'll see what happens. It already, it's very it already is could... kind of a kind of a big deal. They're all uh, the Screen Actors Guild's going flipping out over it, and you know. Right. There's I think it could backfire on the other two number. candidates as much as it can on him. Um, right. It, it's, it's kind of interesting. Plus, I, if, I went and listened to the clip real quick. Like I said, it's a public thing. And the in, interesting thing on it was he obviously made a joke. Then he went on to say, because I guess what happened was he said, why do you think – what happened was they asked him, why do you think you will win the uh, presidency of Screen Actors Guild? And he jokingly said, tongue-in-cheek, well, obviously because I'm the only man running. And that's where everyone right. kind of ran out, which, which was – but then he followed it up immediately with uh, – which is actually not true. There's actually two other people running, but the Screen Actors Board didn't think they had a chance in heck of winning, so they weren't even invited to the debate. So we're – They weren't invited. Our own people. <laughs> There's two other people that are running that weren't even invited to this forum. So he was kind of speaking wow. out for them as well, saying we're not even – talking to our entire membership and it's not like we are a, a huge membership um so he actually made some good points on it i thought so we'll see so we'll see how it plays out but it's very interesting to see uh you can definitely see where it's polarizing there because it's back it's right. getting uh, as much as grief as he's getting the other two candidates that were there um Carteris and the other girl um are getting just as much grief over it so it's kind of interesting right we'll see how that plays out It's it shouldn't be political. It's the Screen Actors Guild. I'm not really understanding why it got that political. They're all supposed to um, be representatives of the actors, and they're supposed to be helping the actors out, regardless of you know what's what's going on and and their whatever their agenda. I I wouldn't. I don't even get it. It's not like you're not. It's not like you're controlling a country or even a state. You, You know, it's it's like being you know president of a of a business so i you know i'm not i'm really not understanding why it's like this like this cutthroat um gabrielle carteris uh has been president for a minute now and she has done a very good job um she is constantly negotiating except for right now because she's got to deal with all of this um, but she is constantly negotiating contracts with different uh, entities, different streaming services and different networks. So, right. um, and, and that's for the actors. That's, that's all it is. And, and I think it's, you know, even though things haven't been retroactive, which is just my own pet peeve with the way they negotiate contracts, um, she has gotten these contracts negotiated and then they can be renegotiated in a couple of years. So, right. you know, it's like at least she got it done where presidents of the Screen Actors Guild in the past haven't been able to accomplish what she's already accomplished. So I, I, I think there should be no argument in this and that she is absolutely worthy of being president of the Screen Actors Guild again. And, and it's not just because I know her. Um, you know, I, I've, I, I know a lot of people. And I call a lot of people out for, I can't swear, so I'm not going to 
for being douchebags, I call I, I call a lot of people out. And uh, you know, because if you're a you're a, you're a douche, can I say douchebag? Yeah, that's fine. In the context you use it, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, I call people out for that and and for their douchebaggery, and I you know feel like you know the people that 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 aren't that way. I also say the same thing. And I mean, I mean, it's, it's, you're not a douchebag. And, and I'll tell people that you're not a douchebag. And, and every single time that I've ever dealt with Gabrielle from on the set of 90210 from, you know, years ago to, and that's 30 years ago and to, to now, which, you know, present day, I, like I said, we were just down in Miami dealing with Telemundo and NBC um, and, and the Screen Actors Guild and Gabrielle was there a lot. So, um, I, I've only seen her actions and her actions have at least being president of the Screen Actors Guild have been solely for the actors. She has, there has been nothing that she is trying to get done herself and get put through herself. So I, I haven't seen any of that. And I think, um, that Matthew's just kind of, uh, you know, I, I'm barking up the wrong tree. I hate to use cliches. I, you know, it's like, I don't know what he's actually doing in there. And he's got, um, uh, what's his face? Uh, the guy that went up against Gabrielle last year or two years ago, um, uh, Isai. uh, he's got Isai Morales on, on his team as well. And it's, it's very, it's just weird to me. And, you know, I'm like, why are you guys getting so political? She's already doing a good job. Just let her do it. Yeah, it's very interesting from the outside because usually, I mean, I've been following entertainment for a long time now, and usually unless there's some relatively big controversy, it doesn't get this heat. I remember the little Correct. little girl on the Prairie Girl was president forever, and then Ed, Ed Asner was president forever before that. They usually go through quite a while until they actually want to step down or there's a, a major issue before them that they just see difference of opinion but I don't see what the difference right. of opinion is on this time out. I'm, I'm going to re-watch the entire thing that I pulled online for this debate to see what their actual differences are. Maybe we'll be able to talk about it more because um, that's the only time I've ever seen a change in, in the Guild presidency. Like I said, that uh, girl from Little House of Prey was for years, and Ed Asner was for years before that. They don't change that often. Right. So we'll see what happens. You know, you know something I, I saw, and this absolutely has to do with pop culture, but it also has to do with politics. I, I said this before. You need a celebrity to go up against uh, number 45. You need a celebrity, and that Oprah is a big enough celebrity to do that. She also has enough money herself to fund whatever she needs to fund, and whatever, right. anything she needs to fund, she can do it herself. And so um, – but I saw a thing, and I don't know if it was a joke. I don't know where it came from, but the the the, the quality of the production quality was amazing. And they used Tom Cruise himself, and it's Run Tom Run, and it's got the American flag, and it's got Tom Cruise running through a desert. And I'm I'm serious. I'm not sure what it if it has to do with him running in 2020. Or if I'm not sure what it was, if it's a joke, it's a really expensive joke. I mean, they had to spend $2 million easy on this promo and, wow. and he, they've got Tom Cruise running through the middle. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can see it on YouTube. Um, 
uh, they've got Tom Cruise running through the middle of a desert, and he's like, I have fought for this country, and and the top, the Top Gun logo goes by his head, and then he's like, and I fought for this country when aliens invaded twice, and then he he the the two movies uh, War of the Worlds, and then uh, I can't remember the other one fly by, and he goes no three times, and then Oblivion flies by, and it's just the titles you know of of the movies, and he says all these mm-hmm. things like and I played a lawyer, and and I was a lawyer, and they show the firm, and then and he was like and I. <laughs> was a super agent and they show you know, Jerry Maguire and it's like you know what he actually has played all of these parts not that he's these people but he has played all these parts so he has an idea of what it takes to do or to be these people and I think it's a really really interesting choice I think people would have a hard time with the um with the uh, uh, whole um, uh, God, I can't even think of the name right now of the religion that he's involved. The Scientology. Scientology. I think they would have a hard time with the president of the United States being a Scientologist. But currently, I think we're having a hard time with Christianity being in politics. So um, I, I think it'd be good to kind of push Christianity away for a minute and get some other religion. <laughs> involved in our politics so because there should be no religion involved in politics and that's coming from our agnostic and atheist um founding fathers uh no religion so because everybody gets these wacky ideas there's been wacky ideas from zeus to uh, to all the wacky ideas currently like scientology and so you can't apply that to any legislation um so i think it would be interesting if Tom Cruise ran for president, and I think he would actually possibly win. It's very weird to me to be actually saying this, and, and I mean, I'm, it's bizarre to me, but he's a big enough celebrity, and he's, he's like always kind of been on like the, the better side of it. Does that make sense? Where it's like he's always he's understood that he's an entertainer first, and he's always tried to do that stuff, even though, even though you know it's for people, even though there's the whole eyes wide shut thing going on, and you know, and all the and all the stuff like I said with Scientology because it has to do a lot with money. So there's a lot of that going on, but nothing corrupt as far as I could see, and and his his life has been open. His life has been an open right. book for all of us to see everything from from infidelities to breakups to marriages to everything has been has been uh, just an open book. So we all right. know what we what we've been given to know about Tom Cruise, and he seems like a good guy for this. He seems like an intelligent guy for this. At least a lot smarter. And, you know, our, our State of the Union addresses, uh, you know, wouldn't be Nuremberg rallies like he's been having over the past. He's had like 15, I'm repeating myself, over the past week and a half. Uh, these Nuremberg rallies. I'm wondering when we're going to have the Nuremberg trials. That's what I'm wondering. Um, those are going to be nasty, dude. Uh, so, because um, it's, a, you know, we live in 2019 now, dude. We, we decide pretty quick on, right. on the way things well, let's go. Let's finish, finish um, the thought on this, though. I want to give credit to the uh, Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Actually, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure about, you know, whether or not it was a joke 
or it is a joke. It, it's not even Tom Cruise in it. It's actually made by a guy Tom. named Miles Fisher, who is a Tom Cruise impersonator, <laughs> and nice. uh, he put but it, it together. Like There's actually a website for it as well, and they're going to Sweet. be announcing a running mate soon. So they're going to pick another nice. celebrity <laughs> for a running mate. So it looks awesome. like it's uh, they. They put a lot of thought into it. I'm pretty impressed by them, actually. So it's pretty Dude, fun. Dude, no, and the graphics are really good. They 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 really spent some money on this, and it's, it's I haven't really seen it really yet. interesting. I'm gonna pull it up and watch it, but I did read about it, and I think that's yeah. very very cool. But it's uh, this guy is on the You have a website and everything now. Yeah, it's very fun. I, I actually think Tom Cruise would be an interesting idea as a dark horse. That comes in at the eleventh hour, and because he's another one of those <laughs> people that can actually pay for himself, you know, he can pay for right. his own, you know, his own nominee. He can pay for all of it. He can pay for, you know, whatever he needs to pay for. He doesn't have to worry about getting any donations. But the people that would be yeah. donating to him are probably people like Oprah. So probably, I don't yeah. know if they're still friends after the couch jumping incident or not, but who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's just being a little wacky, a little wacky, Tom. There you go. But no, that was a, a very cool pair. I, I can't wait to see the video. I did read the article up on it, though, and it does look very funny and very interesting. This guy has really put a lot of thought into it. Like I say, he's put a website behind it and everything. He created this. He yep. didn't say how much it cost to create the little video, but uh, he, he put some time and energy behind it. That's very cool. I like that a lot. Sweet. Where are we at time-wise? Uh, we can take a break. If you want, we're actually 10 minutes over break time. You want to take a quick break? What? We're already into the 40 mark? Unreal. Yep. We wow, can go straight through. We can take a quick break. If you need to get a, a, a cool beverage or something, we could take a quick break. Cool beverage. All right, I'm going to go take a pipe load. Am I allowed to say that? Uh, no. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? On the, uh, no. I'm not allowed to talk about uh, it. All right. We'll do a little. Uh, Why not? It's it's um, legal almost everywhere. Well, at least it's medicinal. Almost everywhere. Mm-hmm. But not quite. We'll do a little. No, it's only 11 uh, states. It's only 11 states that it's legal. No, I've got other sh- other stuff that I, I I almost swore again, dude. Um, I got other stuff. Uh, we could go right, straight back into politics. Talk about. We'll um, take a quick break, and then we will uh, come back. We are back taking here. a break. Yep, a little right, day just, night, crazy tonight. We'll be back and finish up the last 15 minutes. Give us a call, 347-989-0126. Here we go.
He's the one I told you about that just right. stops the songs. He doesn't have a fade out. He just stops you know? it. <laughs> it's a good song. It's it just ends. <laughs> exactly. No fade out. All right, guys. We only have about less than 15 minutes here, probably about 10 minutes plus the final song here to talk about. So we'll, we'll have a lot of stuff to talk about this week. So I hope you'll call in and join us, 347-989-0126. Let's start with Epstein because that was literally the last thing we – we're talking about last Friday, really. Uh, we could go Friday. Uh, yeah. Was, him, he him was alive and well. And, um, and in jail and supposedly on suicide watch is what he was supposedly on. Uh, it seems that they took him off suicide watch, and then he either commit sui- committed suicide or got killed. And right. uh, 40, 45 chimed in. Um, blaming and doing, you know, conspiracy theory on the Clintons. Um, he retweeted a, a number of things, and Twitter in chief uh, retweeted a number of things that were conspiracy theory websites and conspiracy theory right. tweets on the Quint- the Clintons being a part of uh, uh, either his death or and or his life. And right. and the thing is, in one of the articles that he actually retweeted, um, it states 45's name as well. <laughs> so he didn't right, read far right. enough into the article <laughs> for that. And that happened, you know, a week ago. So I don't know what, you know, I haven't seen any of the fallout from that besides it disappear. And people, well, you know, are like, dude, you, does, you need to read. He always doubles down on it, too. He started off by just retweeting this conspiracy theory. And then they asked right. him about on the White House lawn as he's getting ready to go to 
New Jersey for his week's vacation because he doesn't get enough golf in other time. So on the way to the it helicopter, costs, it costs us three costs us three million dollars every single time he plays golf. Just so everybody right. knows that it costs taxpayers three million dollars every single time he plays golf. All right. So we had a twenty-one million dollar week this past week. Anyway, that's um, awesome. So we got so that money after, to waste. I'm pretty sure we still have a homeless problem. Oh wait, we have a mental health problem too, and he's uh, at least taking up an issue with that now. Instead of saying it's not about guns, it's that people kill people, people kill the triggers, and there's a bunch of insane people out there. He's finally jumping on that. But he's talking to an audience of insane people. So I'm not sure you know, what's, what's happening there as far as why he's reversing his, his – he just said it yesterday at, a, at one of his Nuremberg rallies. So he was talking about how it's about mental illness. And it's like, wait, dude, you were just talking about how, you know, it was guns. What are you, what's happening here? So that they were talking about, yeah, you know, Mitch McConnell doing subject. background checks. What? Yeah, that's a whole other subject to, to go into on that. Yeah, because uh, he did reverse the whole thing on the background checks and everything today, it seems yeah, like. Yeah, no, we can go back, we can go back uh, to Epstein anytime, dude. Yeah. Let's try to keep one through line here and talk about everything. It's just there's so much. There's so much going on with, you know, his statements on a daily basis. So it just keeps jumping back and forth. Um, But, yeah, no, the Epstein thing is that there were a number of names. And uh, people like uh, Governor uh, Bill Richardson and Prince Andrew and Glenn Dubin, uh, Senator George Mitchell, uh, number 42, Bill Clinton. And number 45. We're all on his plane. All of this right. was documentation that was released from Jeffrey Epstein. I'm just, you know, well, all of this is all encompassing to me, dude. So that's why I'll, I'll go off on a tangent of something else that they do and then bring it back around. So right. I, I understand that you want to stay on, you know, one particular subject at a time. But to me, it's all encompassing. They're like they're pulling stuff left and right. And then, you know, trying to hide stuff that they did back here. So, sorry, go ahead. Right. No, I understand that. I mean, there's so much. I mean, you can, 45 can go off on 15 different things off one subject. But I want to try to keep it for the listener's sake to try to go through one point at a time. Um, right. And for for this especially, I mean, it's a lot of interesting stuff that you, that you've discussed. That there's a conspiracy theories going around, which I don't necessarily agree, but I can see where they're coming right. from. Um, the the coroner did uh, pronounce the death as death by suicide, but part of the conspiracy okay. thing was there was there was a neck, uh, a bone in the neck broken. It's not usually done by suicide. It can be done, but it's usually not done in suicide in hangings. Uh, the certain bone in the neck it, it takes a lot of force right. for it to happen. So that's, that's very, help. very similar to Chris Cornell, very similar to Chris right. Cornell on this, uh, as far as because uh, there were ligature marks on Chris Cornell, that there was one that was on his on his left side that was six inches long. And there was another one on his right side that was two inches long. And in strangling, that doesn't happen. And it's the same thing right. on on Jeffrey Epstein's death and strength. I mean, in, in, when you strangle yourself, when you hang yourself, that doesn't happen. It's only when somebody else strangles you that those things happen. There's a force right. on one side so or another. They said it's possible, but it doesn't happen often. So that's but they right. said with the preponderance of all the other evidence, the coroner's report does say it was death by strangulation. So did we'll they have a happened. funeral? Did they have a funeral for him? 
I've not seen that yet. They did announce today, though, which is which I thought was interesting, because suppose they took him off Suicide Watch the week before the Friday, right. the uh, the couple Correct. of before, but he did change his will two days before he committed suicide and left five hundred and seventy-seven million dollars to his brother, fifty-six million right. of which is in cash, the rest and other things. But just to change your he will, gave to him, he gave it to him two days. Suicide. That's yeah, two days before he committed suicide, he gave it to him. And he's not on suicide watch those two days. So that's very, very right. strange to me. So uh, I, I think – but it also also lends more credence to suicide to me than a conspiracy theory that he's obviously – he's got some plan in his mind. He's redoing a will two days before this happens. So uh, I think Correct. there was some forethought there in, in far as my mind goes. But uh, right. Barr is – I mean, William Barr is very interesting in this. I mean, he's been kind of controversial as attorney general to begin with, but he basically flat out said there was a lot of bad things that happened in the prison system for this to happen, throwing everybody under the bus. If anybody wow. wants to sue the prisons, they can. And also today, I guess, he um, he took off the uh, Bureau of Prisons guy. He demoted him. He was, he was another acting person because all of Forty-five people are acting, but the guy that was—I um, think his name is Hugh Hurritz. He was the agency's acting director of the prison systems of all the federal prisons. He's the acting director of the Federal Bureau of Prisons. Um, Barr fired him today as part of this. Right. And the two guards that were on duty that were supposedly sleeping during the time—they've been on suspension since then, um, without right. pay. So it's going to be. This is, has a lot of. Uh, a lot of play left in it. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Plus, all these cases, what's going to happen? Obviously, the criminal case goes away, but the civil case, they're talking about that one. The civil cases English are all girl still there. Was part yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. So, and is people still going to be able to be named now? Does that, did other people know besides him? Everyone's talking about him naming names. Is there anyone else? No, like he, had, he had a, he had a little black book. Dude, he had a little black book. And all of that information was already given to the FBI. So they already know all of the names. They just haven't released them because there's been documents from that little black book released. So it, it's, it, and I, I don't know in this, in this time, you know, in 2019, why would you keep a little black book? I wouldn't do it, but he did. So, and it's got all of these people's names to all of these high profile names. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I didn't realize that. And he already gave that. that Yeah, he already gave that. He already gave all that information up. And so, you know, once again, if he's going to commit suicide, then now is the right time to do that. You know, it 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 does point towards that as well because he already gave up all the information he needed to give up. There wasn't anybody else that he needed to, to name. Well, you hope they don't take their time then, getting all these conspirators. And yeah, I mean the the victims need someone to go after besides Epstein. I mean, they can go after as a state, but that's going to be yeah. just a clown show in and of itself, I'm sure. So it'd be nice if they name some of these other names that they have this book supposedly. I hope they are investigating all of them. Try to release some of them soon. At least say they're under investigation. That would be nice to hear. Yeah, very very interesting. Well, that's you know, I that's the that's where I got the list from uh, of the people that I just mentioned. Uh, you know, people like Glenn Durbin and, and Senator George Mitchell. 
and Prince Andrew and Governor Bill Richardson is from that is from that uh, from the documents that really were already released on who has flown on his plane and hung out at his parties and his mansions and also people that have hung out at Mar-a-Lago. Right. And his island. I'm really glad. I'm, island, I'm really so glad because we had the opportunity to go to a party at, at Mar-a-Lago and because of just people that we know and when we were living in Miami and at the time, and this is before he said he was running for president. This is when he was just, you know, a, uh, 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 what you call reality show host. Um, you know, I, I I never really respected him in the first place, and and I'm like, I I, I don't want to go to his party. It seems really pretentious, and I, I I don't I don't like these people. So we didn't go. We chose not to go to a party at Mar-a-Lago, and I'm really glad now that we chose not to go to a party in Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> I'm like, wow, look at all these people that he was hanging around, yeah, right. you know, and, and do. No, been thank you. have been hobnobbing with I, the, the rich and infamous glad my instinct. Yeah, <laughs> I would have been, exactly. would have been hobnobbing with Epstein, you know, and it's like, I'm so glad <laughs> that I decided not to. Trusted my instincts. Thank you. So, there you go. yeah, it just seemed... Yeah, I, I, I really just, you know, and at the time, people that we knew were, were going to said party. And and it ends up, those people are kind of douchebags. So that actually went to the party. And, and I'm like, see? <laughs> you know, this, this kind of sucks. So right. I'm, I'm really glad, really glad that we decided not to go. Um, All right. But, well, uh, that's going to be a continuing sorry. breaking story. We'll talk about that. I can't believe we're out of time already. We had to play a lot of catch up since we were gone what? for a week. God, I know. Wow, dude. It's done. We're I, done. I haven't even gotten it's, through half the list. Like Russia, like Russia I failing know. a missile I launch, know. and nuclear warhead that blew up over uh, over the Arctic. Wait, we got a spike well, of guys, like sixteen percent in all week. radiation. We have lots to talk about. <laughs> like we said, we have those things. We have. Uh, two U.S. congressmen so being refused about, entrance to Israel. We have a lot of yep. terrorists, homegrown terrorists, I have to talk about. Two in my own little community. And they're all getting, they're all getting busted. Um, yeah. They're so all getting busted. Lots of stuff going on. We hope you'll uh, listen all this week. We'll hear every day, 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern for an hour. Give us a call, 347 989 We'll end out the hour one more time with little Jay Knight. This is Hot in the Sun. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We are back. Goodbye. I'm here to reflect your light. It's the only reason that I live. We've been running from the moment that we realized we were smoking a fire that burns.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.